Mike's Daily Podcast. Welcome to FF episode 2354-2354. And Mike Matthews, this is a show that is entitled Mike's, Mike's Daily, Daily Podcast. Podcast. And we are doing it here right now on this show because Mike Matthews has a time frame that he can do this because his name is Mike Matthews and this show because you know it has been sometimes interrupted by things that breaks the flow and that's okay because oh we all have to go shopping now Mike's Daily Podcast we have to right when we think we've done with the shopping and why why do we not Mike's go shopping earlier in the year there's something about all these holiday lights and stuff or maybe it's just that we don't have the time I never have the time how am I finding time to shop a lot of it is online. But here, you cannot find online Christmas cards. I have looked. This is what your friend Mike Matthews is. If you have, call me 336-MM-DAILY. 3 plus 3 equals 6. MM is in Mike Matthews. Daily as in what this podcast will try to be. Sometimes gets interrupted. You know that thing. But yes, I have to get that Christmas card off to mom. Who's doing okay. Thank you for your prayers. And then there is... My lovely lady friend. And maybe you. Maybe I'll send you a Christmas card for listening to Mike's Daily Podcast. Just send me your address. No, I don't want your address. Don't send me your address. Um, yes. However, if you're scrambling to find... You know, I have found cards, Christmas cards, at Trader Joe's. At Grocery Outlet. I don't know if you have Grocery Outlet where you are. I think it's a Bay Area thing. But lots of... Just about every supermarket has a plethora of Christmas cards. Yes, they're usually overpriced, like five bucks for a Christmas card. Why? Why? It's a piece of paper. I'm going to slap money on the envelope to get it to where I want it to go. So this is costing me money. This is ridiculous. Then, then there's what other things can I complain about? Here's today's podcast picture. Oh, let's go with a nice, happy, merry Christmas type picture of a nicely decorated house in Podcastro Valley that I took last night. See it at mikesdailypodcast.com. By the way, the thermostat is still not fixed. Well, I got a new thermostat. It doesn't work. It Well, it's not helping the situation. The, the furnace is not turning on the gas and igniting and heating up the house. It's not going, it's not doing its thing. It's annoying. So, gonna have to get a specialist in there to fix it. So close to, yeah, so close to Christmas, Basil. Aw, the late great Basil the Boxer. Yes. I had to put so many sweaters on him the last couple of years because he just was getting so cold. Had sweaters on him. He looks so jolly and merry. Those boxers don't have that much fur. So back to this show. Uh, so let's say you're looking for a parking spot. There are very apparently smart ways to do it. Two physicists came up with this conclusion. Entering from the back of the lot and parking in the first spot you see is inefficient because it requires a lot of walking. Now, I have said on this show before that that is not a problem. You should walk. You should get your steps in. I'm still only a little bit over 2,000 steps today, and it's already 5.58, so I'm still going to have to do some walking. 
So there, you've added to your walking, and that's good exercise. But these two physicists, who I guess are rather roly-poly, said also, trying to find the best possible spot is inefficient because it requires a lot of driving. You're wasting gas, causing wear and tear on your car, and and also increasing your chances of getting into an accident. How many times has somebody backed out and almost hit you, or has hit you, in a parking lot? And finally, they say driving toward the entrance, skipping any open spots at the end of the row, and parking in the first gap between cars minimizes both your driving and your walking time. Don't exactly understand that. At the end of the row, don't. So skip any spots at the end of the row and parking in the first gap. Hmm. They explain that it works because it, 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 it's like molecules attaching to microtubules. When you drive into a parking lot, assuming you're approaching from the back, you'll pass a bunch of cars parked in the first spot they found. You can drive to the front of the lot and look for the best spot, but that wastes time. Instead, look for the first open space between the existing parking cars. These are the parking spots that neither the meek nor the optimistic drivers consider, which means they are the most efficient option for the prudent driver. Of course, these types of mathematical problems don't always translate well to the real world. And it's worth noting that this particular model images... Uh, model imagines a parking lot that consists of a single straight line instead of the circular or rectangular structures that more often exist. Sometimes you want the best possible spot because of the weather or because you and your passengers can't walk long distances. Sometimes every single parking space is full and your only option is to circle the lot until something opens up. Sometimes you'll grab a space in the first gap you see and walk past several better spots you could have taken. But if you're looking for a quick parking strategy that can save time on walking, driving, and asking yourself whether it's better to park in the first available spot or circle the lot for a better one, this tip could work often enough to make it worth it. There you go. That is from lifehacker.com. They have such amazing little things to tell you about um, should you try mindful drinking you what is that if you've ever woken up at 3 a.m. with anxiety that post drunk pre sober psychological state of dread filled limbo when you question all your life choices then you'll probably wondered whether you should cut back on drinking what is mindful drinking Thinking while drinking. Ah. A UK-based organization with more than 50,000 members called Drew Yeager, as we go outside a cafe anyway, where we bring you Mike's Daily Podcast. Somewhere in Podcastro Valley, Mont today, the last place on earth. Paying attention to your drinking habits, noticing what's happening in and around you when you drink, and putting alcohol in its place so that it doesn't take up so much of your time and energy. Is mindful drinking the same as sober curious? (laughs) Okay. The two ideas are related. Sober curious is almost like the precursor to activity engaging in mindful drinking. While the sober curious are beginning to reflect on their relationship with alcohol, those who are mindful drinkers 
are actively doing so or, or are taking action following a contemplative period. Contemplative period. All right, so you can read more about that at lifehacker.com. We had an earthquake today, a 6.2 magnitude earthquake. It was an earthquake. And the earthquake was here in Northern California in the Bay Area. Off of Cape Mendocino Oh really? I have had podcast pictures of that place You can see at mikesdailypodcast.com And today's podcast picture As well Is nearly 270 miles away From San Francisco The 4,000 square mile county That was struck by the quake Has a sparse population the sheriff there added the emergency responders were surveying the damage and, th- and there had not been any catastrophic damages. There were several numerous aftershocks. No tsunami or other threat to the coastline, thankfully. But hopefully, uh, no big earthquakes around the holidays on land. That would be great if we could have that No earthquakes Germany follows France In closing its borders to Britons Germany is to add The UK to its equivalent Of the red list for travel Closing the country to British tourists and business travelers The UK will be Designated as a virus variant Area From midnight on Monday Meaning only German citizens and residents Will be allowed to enter Wow Closing their borders to British people. This is interesting. What are people going to say about closing borders? And then all that. Oh, somebody said on a conservative talk show that I was listening to, radio show. Somebody called in and said, you know, they say that when you get vaccinated, that you... Will have less symptoms The symptoms if you do catch COVID Your symptoms will be Not as bad as someone who Hasn't been vaccinated And this guy goes however I've known a lot of people That haven't been vaccinated and when they Got COVID like they hardly noticed Like there were no symptoms at all I don't know What that reasoning is (laughs) Okay That say that to all the people That like have died Say that to all the people who have Breathing issues now I don't get it Why why don't you want to play it safe A lot of people don't want to play it safe Oh it's their right not to play it safe Okay right but yeah It's my right to say to you You maybe should play it safe Are there other areas in your life You don't play it safe when you drive Do you just Drive without your hands on the wheel That kind of thing You're behind the wheel Scientists say one common symptom confirms the presence of the variant Omicron. Scientists say there is one common symptom among Omicron patients, and that is scratchy throat. Interesting. So, is it the taste? Is it lack of taste, lack of smell? The chief executive of South Africa-based Discovery Health said... 
It is the most common early sign. He added the symptoms are so far mild, but that does not mean the new strain of coronavirus is less virulent. Omicron has triggered panic around the world and forced countries to impose restrictions once again. It is said to be the most heavily mutated strain of SARS-CoV-2 so far. Data suggests it spreads fast, but causes milder illness than previous strains. And uh, it's scratchy throat, huh? The first symptom is usually followed by nasal congestion, a dry cough, a myalgia manifested in lower back pain. Said Dr. Noach, the person I was referring to earlier. Sir John Bell, a leading expert in the United Kingdom, separately said that stuffy nose and loose stools are also common among patients. Yikes. So, the order in which symptoms appear in COVID-19 patients can differ with variants of the coronavirus. A new study has found the study was carried out by researchers from the University of Southern California and they analyzed data from several countries. Looks like uh, University of Southern California. Yeah, USC. Wow. Came up with that. So there you go. Outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley, the last place on earth in Podcastro Valley, Mont. Look who's here. Hello, my man. It's Kelly. Two hearts give jump to your riser. I wear a mask all the time. I'm wearing a mask now. Yes, but it's a mask on your entire face and it looks rather scary. It looks like a demonic zombie Santa face. Or maybe it's a Santa's elf. Watch Klaus and Robin Robin over the weekend. Two Netflix holiday movies that are animated. Not the best storylines in either one, but some great animation and just watching it gets you into a Christmas spirit. Kind of reminded me of watching the old Rudolph special. The old drummer. Oh, wow. Watched a little drummer boy last night. Then, If you watch that now, it's kind of... What is going on here? A lot, it looks like the editing was not so good in that. Cute story. He, it's like the lyrics to the song. Uh, he has a pet sheep that gets hit by a chariot and is about to die. And Jesus saves him. So. And it has the voice of Paul Freeze, who is the voice in the Haunted Mansion. Is this room actually stretching? So, oh, and also the voice of several of the pirates and pirates of the Caribbean. And he's done a bunch of other stuff. Bunch of, bunch of those Rankin Bass puppetry, stop motion photography specials. He was the voice in. Also, Jose Ferrer, whose uh, son Miguel Ferrer was on uh, Crossing Jordan. And that's about all I have. I think both of them are gone now. Well, definitely Paul Freezes. I think Jose Frere and his son are both gone. Both passed away. Look who else is here. Hello there, Mike. This is Valentino, the parking attendant. And this is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? And this is Floyd the Foreman. And John Deere, the engineer, Mike Floyd, I believe in taking the vaccine. But it appears that Valentino... And Bison Bentley are vaccine hesitant. Mm-mm-mm-mm.
Uh-huh. Next show, it'll be the wonderful... I guess we'll hear from Floyd the Floorman, John Deere the Engineer again, and get to... No, wait. We did that this show. So next show, it'll be Benita, the scrum fiddle player and the brewmaster. Got a little confused. Chime in about anything we covered today. 336-MM-DAILY. 3 plus 3 equals 6-MM, as in Mike Matthews Daily, as in what this podcast tries to be, but gets interrupted. Thank you so much, interruptions. Like holidays and thermostats and whatnot. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.